I thought like last minute I was like fuck dude like all this shit for rough and rowdy's popping up on my phone and I'm like fuck I should do a, like a rough and rowdy podcast dude and I'm like you're the first person I thought of dude I appreciate you like yeah dude no it's, it's cool to have you on uh so uh, I got a uh, scary Barry Cohen here also known as the money man <laughs> and uh yeah, dude, it's good to see you again, man. It, last time, last time I saw Barry was when I uh, was in the rough and rowdy with him. I don't know, like February of like last year, I think. Um, so that's kind of how we met was through that, and uh, we just kind of kept touch over social media and stuff. But uh, he's like the rough and rowdy go-to man. Uh, he's involved with all this stuff and kind of in the know. So uh, we're gonna got the hookup. But yeah, dude, uh, the Pac-Man Jones. I feel like that came out of left field. Man, that was nuts. I was like, I was on Twitter that day and I just saw that little clip from the Pat McAfee show where Pac-Man called in and I was like, oh crap. I was like messaging Bobby right away. I was like, dude, I think Pac-Man Jones just called you out. And then even from there, like <laughs> I was shocked at how it actually moved along and like how fast it got done. Now we're a week away. From- yeah, dude, what's... What did uh what did Bobby say to that? Like was he was he excited? Did he think it was gonna happen at that point or was it just all talk? It was um so usually like I talk to him pretty often and he always responds right away. That one, like he took a while and then he was like, Man, I just got like completely blown up. And then Pac Man was saying like he called out the heavyweight champ and he was like, Okay, I wanna fight at one seventy. So that yeah. was kinda weird. And then Bobby just like kept pushing, like, dude, like what do you weigh? Like um so it was kind of, he sounded a little bit skeptical in the beginning and then like, but he was doing everything he could to just make it happen because of that. It, it got going. And then it, it was kind of tough with them, like getting a venue too. Um, yeah. But Bobby just like stayed focused the whole time. And he was like, whatever, I'm going to be ready to hurt this guy. Dude, I think, Bo- I think Bobby's going to whoop his ass. I'm going to be quite honest with oh, you. Yeah. Like I'm a pretty honest person. Uh, I think Pac-Man Jones is about to get fucked. Like it's not going to be good. He posted some video like, probably like a month or a little maybe a little bit more ago or no, it was actually his trainer posting it so it was like if you post a video and you look bad like maybe you're just sandbagging but this was right. like a trainer posted it like basically yeah. trying to promote his own page and this guy looks horrible but yeah. he posted another one a couple weeks ago and he, he looked a lot better so he's definitely improving but i don't think he has a chance man i'd listen like i think the videos and stuff on social media like that's all like hearsay i mean at the end of the day like bobby lane's been in the ring for this specific event for this specific yeah. type of fight he's been in the ring five what five times yeah at least and i mean the guy has kind of been untouched so like i mean if this was like a professional boxing you know match maybe it would be set up different and then maybe pac-man would have a better chance but dude like bobby lane's he's adapted to this uh, this style of fighting, and I just think that Pac-Man Jones is gonna get gonna get rocked. It's gonna 100%. be ugly. Pac-Man, he's an athlete, yeah. you know, so he might be hard to hit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be quick, but um, but I don't know. That's the thing with Bobby Lang. Like, it, it really doesn't matter. Bobby Lang's whole thing is like he's coming at you, and like once he gets you, he's just gonna unload on you. And like, yeah. I don't know if Pac-Man is gonna be able to get away then. So I think it's gonna no. end early. I think Bobby's. Eat this guy alive. Dude, I think it'll be halfway. I think maybe he survives the first round. If he does, I think it's the second round. I don't think he makes it through the second round. But man, let's talk about you. So, like, how did you? How did you get your intro into rough and rowdy? Like, how did that happen? Man, uh, actually, like 
during quarantine, I had done like a couple of boxing lessons um, with my boy George. He's an MMA fighter like, a couple of years ago. And then during quarantine, I kind of like a punching bag was like one of the first things I got at home as far as weights. So I yeah. uh, started doing that. And then I saw this like charity fight was actually going down in uh, DC. This is like right before quarantine, I guess. Because um, then once quarantine happened, that charity fight went away. I was already kind of in the groove of hitting the bag right. and stuff. So I was like, okay. And then Rough and Rowdy popped up. And, like, we always used to watch it and, like, joke about our friends yeah. getting in. But, like, I'm not, like, the fighter out of the group or anything. So, like, it was never right. me that was going to be in it. But I was boxing and I was like, damn, like, it's only an hour away from us. Like, we go to Charlestown. I was already going to Charlestown, like, once a week anyway to place bets and stuff. So okay. I was like, all right, let's – uh." We'll throw this video together and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and then that was probably like maybe even a month or so past. Like I didn't hear anything. So I was like, oh, that would have been fun or whatever. And yeah. then I was like at the beach having a good time at the beach. And I got a text from Chris. And I guess his first ones hadn't gone through or something because they went through and it was like, you're still interested. Like meet me tomorrow at this Target or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then I actually side of my brand but I actually went up and he was like talking to people there and I introduced myself and stuff and he the first thing he said to me he was like are you Trump or Biden I was like um <laughs> I'm not really into that into so that. honestly yeah. it was like I, I was like about to not do it and then um I like took a walk around the block and stuff and I was like I don't know let's like give it a shot I was like man you like seen my video like I, I feel like it's pretty good and stuff yeah. Um, so I convinced him to do that. And then, like, once we shot another video with him, and then he was like, all right, like, it's on. <laughs> I'll see you. That's in crazy. Two and man. A half yeah, because yeah. that's right. I had forgotten that the first fight that you had was like, they were trying to do like a Trump Biden thing, like, because they were trying to play the political card. Oh, and I would have been the same way you were, man. I would have been like, nah, dude, I'm not, I'm not playing that fucking game. Yeah. And he was like, when I came back, he was more open to it. Um, and he was like, yeah, I mean, these guys here, like, they're not, you know, they're not picking a side either if you want to, like, watch their video. And I watched them, and the guy was like, I don't care if you're red or blue. Like, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind beating up a transgender. And I was like, whoa! Yeah. Like, I was like, that's yeah. the neutral side? Like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, uh, so it's funny. So, um, I, uh, start, so I, so I was introduced to Ralph and Rowdy when I worked uh, back in West Virginia uh, full-time for the Air National Guard Fire Department back there. One of the guys who's actually here with me right now, he put it on the TV, and I came upstairs like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) this is the most ridiculous shit. But then it was like, I think it was the one with Pat McAfee. I think Pat McAfee was announcing or something or commentating, so you couldn't turn away. And so next thing I know, we just kind of got hooked on it. It was like a religious thing. Like, we'd always fucking put on Ralph and Rowdy. So I transferred to a different department that I work for now. I was showing these guys rough and rowdy and it just happened to be like, I don't know. I want to say it was like two months before the next fight in February. And it it turned into like a joke, like in the station, like, Oh, we're going to sign Charlie up for this, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. So like, like we're filling this all out together or on the outside. And like, it, it was just such a joke, man. Like there was no, 
like, I didn't put, like, a video of myself. Like, they want all this stuff from you for anybody that was, like, wondering about it. Like, you got to fill out, like, they need a video and a picture and this, that, and the other. Man, I sent them the most, like, ridiculous pictures and, like, videos and shit that I could find. And, uh, yeah, like you, like, I don't know, I want to say it was, like, a month later, I get a text. And it's like, hey, if you're still interested, you know, meet me at fucking, uh, yeah, it was a Target parking lot or some (laughs) shit in Winchester. I don't even know where it was. And I was like, man, this sounds like my immediate, my immediate thought was like i'm gonna get scammed like this is i'm gonna get mugged in this parking lot you know what the fuck and uh i i ended up going i had my best friend with me and he's like sitting in the car like watching for me to get stabbed (laughs) and then chris got out and it's like chris is like chris smith is the promoter for rough and rowdy he's the guy who like you run all the contact through um and like he's one of the most like like i don't even know like he's just not an intimidating looking guy like, he's just so, like, open. So you see him get out of the car, like, okay, all right, I can go talk to this guy. Like, he doesn't look like he's going to kill me. He's wearing, like, a Patagonia jacket. Like, you're yeah. safe, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's like, he's like, well, what do you weigh? I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I walk, like, 160 to 165. He's like, okay. He's like, you're going to fight this guy. He showed me a video. He showed me the video I think you shot. And I was like, all right, man, cool. And he's like, all right, well, you got to, like, call him out. I'm like, oh, I do? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so we shot that horrible video in the parking lot of target is freezing fucking cold and then next thing i know i ended up fucking like neck deep into this having zero fight experience ever in my life having no coach at the time or anything and uh then through a friend like with like a month to go he's like hey man like you should come train at this guy's gym you know it's just him he has a private gym and so i've been hooked up with him ever since and just been going back but dude that was like the weirdest, most fast-paced shit that I've ever had in my life. From, like, the time that Chris texts you to the time of the fight, anytime you're involved with Rough and Rowdy, it's, like, everything's so fast. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, he's all, but, uh, he's all over the place with that. It's, like, it gets done, but, like, man, it's stressful. I don't know how. Easy. Yeah. I can't believe it because it is. It's a lot of last-minute shit, man. And then I think uh, the last fight they had – uh I threw my name in and I just, I wanted to get more time in the gym. I didn't really want to fight. And then somebody backed out of the fight with Brendan Kelly, who's like the American Ninja guy, the guy who does all the backflips. And, uh, he texted, Chris texted me like, Hey man, do you want to fight? You know, we, we really liked you last time, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, who am I fighting? He's like Brendan Kelly's like, okay. I was like, I got to think about it, man. I, I literally had strep throat and the flu like the two weeks prior. Like this was my first day. I felt better. And I was like, the fight was in like three days, I think, or something. And I was like, ah, I ended up not doing it. I don't yeah, remember who fought him, but yeah, I mean, that dude's like in shape as fuck too, obviously. And I was like, man, like I'm, I need to be like actually like going to the gym religiously and shit and whatever. And at that time I wasn't, but yeah, it's crazy how that shit happens, man. But, um, that's nuts. You only train like a month, dude. Like you're, um, like your form and everything was nice, man. And like, if you look actually at like the YouTube video of the fight too, like, well, like ninety percent of the comments are about the ring girl, but like yeah. probably the other ten percent <laughs> are like saying like it like like you looked like a better boxer if you just had like a little more like confidence and like you know were like more prepared like to be in the ring like you would have dominated. So I'm excited to see you back in there, man. Yeah, Especially dude, I'd, with, like, I would like to do it. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I would love to do it when I get home. It's definitely something I think I'm going to try and do again. And, um, you know, I'd like to do, like, I've, I've uh, signed up for the USA Amateurs, so I'm signed up for fights for them, too. Just, But, I, you know, it's just, it's not, 
I don't want to call it a hobby because that makes it sound like you don't take it serious, but it's like a passion, you know? Yeah. So it's something I do when I can and whatever, but, um, yeah, dude. So dude, uh, Shizat. Yeah. Like Shizat's the man. He's like the rough and rowdy man, dude. And like, he's not really being talked about with rough and rowdy right now. What's up with that? Yeah. One, it's crazy time because actually I was thinking the same exact thing. And like, I talked to him about that a lot. You know, he always notices, uh, but yesterday, like the Barstool Sports account posted him. It was just like a highlight of his knockout. Um, and they were like, Rough and Rowdy's going back with Shizat, and they like, tagged him twice in it. So I was glad they finally gave him some push there. Because with all these like celebrity fights and stuff, they kind of pushed him down. They dropped the their guys. Kinda yeah. Weird. That's kind of what it seemed like. Well, and like Shizat has had, like, they've, I don't want, I don't want to say that they've built like rough and rowdy around Shizat, but he's given them a lot of highlights, a lot of, a lot of social media shit. And I was like, man, like I get it. Like Bobby, don't get me wrong. Like Bobby Lane is the man still, but like Shizat's kind of been the face, you know? Yeah. So I was, I don't know. I don't want to say it was disappointing to not see as much Shizat stuff, but um, I don't even know who he's fighting. So, is he fighting? I mean, they tried to get him, you know, another celebrity fight and stuff. It's a little bit harder for him because he's smaller, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Like Supreme Patty's fighting, they, they, I think they offered him and stuff. Um, they haven't fought, but they're—I actually like a lot what they're doing with him. They're bringing back the old, like three-time rough and rowdy champion from back when they used to do it up in Charleston. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so that's we'll going to be interesting. I kind of like the because that likes like putting it on for like you know us new school guys that are like in it together. So it's like the new school guys versus the old school guys in this one. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I, uh, the Supreme, like, listen, like, I'm all for the celebrity fights. I think the Pac-Man Jones fight, I think that's cool. I think that with Bobby, that's going to be fucking dope. The Supreme Patty and this Dancing Dan guy, man, it's like, I mean, it fits the script, but I'm like, man, like, this is, I don't even think it's going to be a good fight. Like, I think it's just going to be clowns. Yeah, I didn't really think they needed that. Like, just like you said, I'd I don't think so either. that up at the top of the card than those guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, dude, whatever, man. Uh, dude, so what's up with uh, probably one of the biggest questions that I've gotten since fucking starting my involvement of any kind with Rough and Rowdy is uh, Casey, the I eat ass guy. Everyone asks me, they're like, bro, like what happened to that dude? <laughs> dude. I'm like, I have no clue, man. That's my boy, man. I mean, most of these guys you mentioned, like Chizat, Brent Kelly, Bobby Casey, like these guys I talk to you pretty regularly. Casey is like, he's still young. And um, he was going to be a real boxer. Like, he, his form and everything is really good. And uh, Yeah, but he got fucking planked yeah, by Shizad, that bro. was like, man, that's my boy, and Shizad is. And, like, I was ringside for that. that was I, I remember the, watching. You were freaking that out, That was bro. one of the scarier things I, I've ever yeah. seen. And, like, he was making noises at first. I know. And then, like, his sister was there with me. I didn't know, like, what to say to her. Um. But then he got up, he started making jokes, and so yeah, he was he trying to come back for the last one, um, but it was actually, like, the doctor said he had to take 90 days off. Um, really? And I, you probably could have got that clear, but that's what they say, like, right when you get knocked out. Yeah. And then for this one, he was trying to get back in, too, uh, but they just, like, they didn't have a spot for, like, a lot of us guys trying to get in. So yeah. hopefully he'll be back. I know he's back training and he spars with like real people. So, I mean, that would be sick to come back from that. And I know it's like, 
it sucks. They keep like posting that highlight everywhere. And stuff. Yeah, dude. It. I mean, it sucks for him, but it wasn't like he got knocked out by like a fucking goon. Like, yeah, it wasn't like it was a patty knockout. Like he fucking. It was. It was Shizat and fucking Shizat has a power, right, dude? And he just fucking ate it. I mean, it is what it is. It would have knocked probably every fucking person out. But yeah, he that's did. what he I got... try to tell him. I'm like, dude, I would have been out yeah. cold. And yeah, you absolutely. could actually see like in the beginning of that fight. Shizat hit him in the very first round, and, like, immediately his face, like, turned. It wasn't bleeding, saw but that. it was, like, turned, like, all red and stuff. And it was, like, yeah. I-, I could see his eyes, and it was just, like, way different from then on. Yeah, he looked, he looked like, pink. Like, it, yeah. it looked weird. That was weird. It was really weird, dude. Um, so, what's up, American Ninja? Brandon Kelly, what's up with him? Dude, he's going all out now, man. Um we went, like, a couple weeks after the last fight, we went down to Myrtle Beach training with uh, Ray Hammonds, who's, like, he corners us in Rough and Rowdy, and he's a two-time world champion and tough man, like, going out to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. So that yeah he's, he was a, he's like, it. the good cornerman. Oh, yeah. Everyone he's talks the about man. the good cornerman. That's the guy. And, um, well, they, they got Mike Shepard in one, too. So they have, like, they finally got it down to, like, two real cornermen. But, um, so Ray trained us for, like, actual rough and rowdy style which was like crazy kind of goes back to what you're saying about bobby like it's a whole different mindset and then ninja started signing up he's done like i think he won two tough mans already like tournaments rough and rowdy style i'm pretty sure you're right yeah um another match actually coming up the day after rough and rowdy in west virginia so he's going all out i guess he's trying to like see how far he can take this um yeah, That's dude, he's fucking cool. crazy, he, he's bro. Winning everything, dude. Like, yeah, he's um with some boxing technique too. He could be a problem because before he was just like insanely athletic and powerful, and like he made it clear he's just gonna come out and like wail on you with that right hand. And it's yeah, hurt. well, he's <laughs> just a tough. He's just a tough dude, man. Like, yeah, and he knows it, and he just fucking kind of bulldogs you and just fucking puts a lot of pressure on. And I mean, that's a lot of rough and rowdy. So, like, that style is, like, everybody knows, like, the fucking, the street fight style of just swing as many times as you can. But the problem with, like, Brendan is, like, watching his fights, bro, like, he, he's kind of smart with it. Like, he doesn't fucking open up with it. But then as soon as he touches you, it's just, like, he starts that, he starts wailing on you, man. Like, yeah. just that street fight style. But you can clip him, and it doesn't really seem to do a whole lot. Like, the guy's just tough. Definitely, man. Yeah, I don't want to go up in there with him. He, no, he's a I tough dude, I thought he was going to probably beat Wade. Uh, I was feeling pretty good yeah. about that, but he like broke his wrist a couple, like two weeks before the fight or something. Oh, fuck. And then yeah. uh, he basically fought away, like only using his right hand for at least the first half of the fight. That was dude. I didn't even notice that. Wild. Yeah, I didn't even I was, notice that. I knew about it, and then I like walked out with him for it. And yeah, I remember seeing you out there. Yeah. In my head, it was like it was either, you know, like stuck it up and like tape that thing up, and it's gonna hurt like hell, or. Yeah like don't take this fight i didn't realize like he was just playing fighting with one hand like so that was like, wild when it started I was like, this is crazy yeah no man he's crazy dude but uh yeah i'm excited i'm excited for this we got the boys out here are kind of excited for it the only problem is we're seven hours ahead of east coast oh. time so like it'll be like 2 a.m so we'll probably watch it in the morning when we get up i'll probably just buy it and then watch it in the morning just stay off my phone until i can get a hold of it yeah, but, uh, yeah, man. You can watch it later, at least. Yeah, yeah, no, that'll be clutch, dude, for sure. But uh, what, what's your plans? What's your plans with Rough and Rowdy? Are you coming back out? Yeah, the last one was like, 
it was kind of a lot to do that like right after the one before i did get a little burnt sure. out so um i don't really mind having a break but with like all the big fights on this one i, was like, I don't want to get it. but uh yeah. i'm excited i'm gonna go up to this one and and be up there with shiz ass stuff nice so uh you'll see me on there we'll probably be doing something crazy yeah, and yeah. Then, um, we look forward to it yeah so i don't know maybe i'll talk to him while we're up there and figure out like so I kept telling Chris from the start, I was like, dude, like I'm coming, like I, I'm gonna get that belt. So Yeah. I, I don't think I can stop until I get some sort of belt. Uh yeah, I, no, I like man, it. it's I, it's right. cool, dude. It's uh it's uh it's like one of those um I don't really know how to like people ask me about like how it is and I don't really know how to describe it. It's almost like a circus, but like <laughs> not but like I don't know how yeah, I just don't know how to describe it. Like it's crazy. The, the rough and rowdy thing is fucking wild to be part of. It's a fucking blast. Like, if anybody's thinking about doing it, I highly suggest just fucking send it, apply, you know, go out there. I don't care if you've, like, never fought a day in your life, man. It's it's a blast to be a part of. Yeah, I, that's one thing, too, when you ask me, like, what do you want to do? It, it's Like I said, it's still kind of up in the air, but I, I have to do one with fans. Like, yeah, like that's the same thing I was thinking of, man. I was like, man, like, I'd really like to... I wish... I wish we could have done ours. I wish our fight was like with a bunch of people, yeah. you know, like that would have been dope, dude. But, um, yeah, I w- it was a blast, man. And I look forward to hopefully getting a shot to, uh, jump back in the ring there again. And, you know, if not, whatever, you know, it was, it was a good time. And, uh, but yeah, dude, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing you got, you get back in the ring and, and seeing what Rizat pulls out, uh, on Friday. And uh, I was actually just watching with my roommate. He was in here just a minute ago. We were watching uh, Bobby Lane highlights, and uh, he's like, "Oh, he's like Pac-Man Jones is fucked." I was like, "Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking gonna get it, bro." So uh, yeah, it'll be cool, man. Um, shit, I'm trying to think anything else. Yeah, maybe uh, if you, how long are you guys gonna be down there for? Um, I'm gonna get there Thursday for the weekend. So yeah, I should be there like the afternoon before, like the afternoon okay. of weigh-ins, and then the fight gotcha. day. And then, I mean, Shizat nice. might even come up here before that. He's in, like, insane shape right now. Man. Yeah, dude, I'd love I'd love to get him on, too, with you. Uh, you know, if that happens or whatever, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Get you guys all on. That'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, dude, no, I'm excited for Friday. And, uh, like I said, we'll be watching up here. And tell, uh, if you see Chris, let him know I said hi. And uh, we're supporting supporting the barstool sports are off and rowdy from uh fucking like ten thousand miles away in the middle of the fucking desert but Dude, that's uh, awesome man i'll tell the commentators yeah. too like i usually get like a couple seconds to talk to dave or whatever um and then like if they they gotta do a fight with like you coming back from over there dude like that that'll be huge yeah man no i'd, I'd love that and uh we'll see i'm trying to get some other guys to go after it too because they're like, nice. oh, I'm like fucking do it man just send it yeah but, uh yeah, brother. No, it was good to talk to you, and uh, maybe I'll catch up with you after uh, after uh, the fights on Friday, and we'll see if we can get Shizad on or whoever else. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I'm always into talking some rough and rowdy. We'll get yeah, uh, dude. Shizad holding up another belt when he comes on. I know. Yeah, that'll be cool, dude. All right, brother. Well, uh, we'll catch up with you later then. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Good to hear from you. Yeah, man. You too. See ya.
Hey guys, it's Charlie with Average Impact Podcast. If you all want to get on the show or you got some questions or something that you want us to talk about, uh, go ahead and hit us up at our email at average.impact.ai at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and give my man uh, Barry Cohen a follow on Instagram. It's uh, scaryberry4, uh, easy as it sounds, S-C-A-R-Y-B-A-R-R-Y-4. Hit him up on Instagram, folks, and I uh, appreciate you all listening. Have a good one.